You're listening to the Unfreak Parents Podcast, episode 080. You're seen to chat about life, family, and of course, Unfreak TV. I'm Sarah Jehemiak, podcast host, writer, mom of three, wife, and total Unfreak. Are you prepared for what comes next? Hey everyone, thank you so much for joining me for this week's episode of the show. I hope that you were able to check out last week's episode, which featured a complete recap of the inaugural Woodland Music and Arts Festival held November 7th through 9th in Charleston, South Carolina. There is a link in the show notes where you can check that out if you'd like. As I mentioned last week, this will be the last new episode of 2019. I decided I wanted to do a little top 20 rundown of what I thought were the top songs slash jams of 2019 so far. So we'll go through that and we'll also chat about the Brendan Bayliss and Jake Sinegar holiday show at the Park West in Chicago on December 7th. I am super excited to be bringing that recap to you guys. This was my first year being able to attend the holiday show and it was seriously such a magical time. The next two weeks of the show will feature re-airs of fan favorites from the year, and if you're missing the show during the holiday break, why not dig into the vault and check out all the awesome episodes from 2018. Lots of great show recaps in addition to my interviews with Sam Sutton, Mary Welch, uh, Joel Cummins, Jake's mom, and many amazing fellow umfreaks, including photographer Dave Levine. So much really great stuff, so make sure that you check that out. Are you looking for the perfect gift for that rocker chick in your life this holiday season? Perhaps you're looking for a killer new vintage rock kimono for yourself or a new sweet piece of canvas art for your apartment? Life Clothing Co. has you covered, featuring the cutest vintage band t-shirts, sweaters with feel-good sayings, rompers, a fantastic selection of beautiful bell bottoms, and swoon-worthy home decor, you are sure to find something for that special lady in your life or that perfect outfit to wear to the next show. Check out the link in the show notes to take a peek at their amazing Grateful Dead and Led Zeppelin gear. Seriously, you or that lady in your life are going to love their stuff. Life Clothing Co. is your place for authentic boho vintage fashion. And exclusively for my listeners, if you use promo code SARAHJEHEMIAKREP10 at checkout, you'll receive 10% off your total order. That's promo code SARAHJEHEMIAKREP10, S-A-R-A-J-A-C-H-I-M-I-A-K-R-E-P, and the number 10, at checkout, and you'll receive 10% off. Before we get into this week, I want to quickly mention, if you're looking to get the word out about your shirts, pins, jewelry, prints, your band that's going on tour, or small business that's looking to work with some like-minded folks, Unfreak Parents Podcast would love to help you get the word out. With ad time on the show, ticket giveaways, social media plugs, product reviews, and more, Umfreak Parents Podcast can help you reach and be seen by tons of fellow Umfreaks, musicians, and any other kind folks looking to purchase from you, work with you, and support their fellow Ump family. Email umfreakparentspodcast at gmail.com if you're interested in chatting more. 
All right, so let's get to the first part of the show. What I thought were the top 20 songs slash jams of 2019. These are in no particular order and, of course, not including the upcoming New Year's Eve run, which is sure to have some real killer moments. And those will for sure be covered in the full recap episode coming in January of 2020. There is a link in the show notes to a list that I made um, from Nugs where you can listen to all of these songs that I will be talking about. And also, please feel free to reach out to the show, email, DM, let me know what you thought of my list here and what you thought your top songs and jams of 2019 were. I love hearing what other people think. All right, so let's get started. It Doesn't Matter from February 2nd at the State Theater in Portland, Maine, specifically when it sinks in slightly after four minutes. This is where we would first encounter that Western adventure that has been creeping up in multiple places throughout the year in one form of another, not journeying as far as it does here originally when we see it elsewhere in the year, venturing off a few minutes later and opening into the next segment of the jam, another reason why this one is on this list. Phil's Farm, February 21st at the Clyde Theater in Fort Wayne, Indiana, this one beginning its journey slightly after three minutes, but it's where it gets comfortable about a minute later is the reason I put it on this list, going on this wonderful uplifting adventure that really just opens up. Little Gift, March 23rd at the Masonic Theater in Cleveland, Ohio. Side note, if you were not at that show and they play that venue again, make it a point to go there. It's very cool, and the sound is awesome. <laughs> this whole show just really deserves a listen, but this version of Little Gift helped change my opinion of this song, sinking in slightly after four minutes and completely shedding Little Gift as it continues on, becoming this whole other creature. Just definitely listen to that one. And really give that whole show a listen. It really, really was good. Plunger, March 29th at the Ryman Auditorium in Nashville, Tennessee. Plunger is one that has been really getting the treatment, I think, in 2019. And it shows up more than once on my list here. Rocking its way into its adventure before four minutes. Rounds the corner about four minutes later to just reveal this beautiful openness. I love the way that they've been expanding Plunger this year. Red Tape, March 29th, also from that Ryman Auditorium theater show. Definitely give those two shows a listen for sure, too. Red Tape, another one that appears on this list twice. Enjoying some time to dance around before beginning to expand about nine minutes, spreading open and resonating out, and then rounding the corner about two minutes where it full of determination heads right back into red tape. I just love that song anyways. <laughs> Come later, March 21st at Penn's Peak in Jim Thorpe, Pennsylvania. This one really getting into it about five minutes. Joel takes us on a little interstellar journey as the jam progresses on in that one. Plunger again, this version from August 15th in St. Petersburg, Florida really getting to the grid of it, about eight and a half-ish, 
this one having a more aggressive feeling to it in comparison to the plunger I just mentioned. Very metallic and futuristic sounding to this one for a little bit. Opening up to a more airy feeling jam as it heads toward the end of the song. Miami Virtue, August 15th, also from that St. Petersburg, Florida show. Sinking into an outer space dance party inside the depths of this jam coming back down to earth about eight minutes and delicately putting itself back together and building back up in intensity as it dances on. Night Nurse, always sure to be a great adventure. This one from July 5th in Jacksonville, Oregon, having a very rubbery sound as it comes out of Night Nurse and embarks on its own, keeping that sort of light bounciness underneath as it continues Joel straight killing it inside this jam at one point. Bayless ripping it open as well. And then we get a little Andy and Chris action. This one for sure deserves a little of your time. I just love Night Nurse anyways. And this is a great adventure. Red Tape again. August 29th at Hampton Beach Pavilion. I just had this conversation with a friend of mine about shows at this venue Something about when they play there, they just kill it. It's just another one of those venues that just has that energy when they're there. As I mentioned, Red Tape making more than one appearance on this list and a personal song favorite anyways. The permission that they've given this one lately has been a lot of fun, really going on a beautiful and lovely journey flexing its confidence for a little bit and then turning over and opening into a very illuminated and airiness in its feeling to this adventure. Kind of hints of a bittersweet symphony in there, which they have done, so it's not out of the realm, but not morphing into that, continuing on just so hopefully. Yeah, I just, like I said, love red tape. Coming back down to earth and forging right back into the song. Damn. Definitely, definitely give that one a listen. That red tape, I actually um, snuck onto my 2019 Hall of Fame list to come back to. That's a really stellar version. Moving right along with this list, Wappy Sprayberry, also from the aforementioned Hampton Beach show, and actually comes right after the red tape I just talked about on the on the set list. So I suggest listening to these two in order to get the full ride. Anyway, this one taking our hand as we wander out into what will be this very interesting otherworldly dancey rhythmic adventure getting really into the depths about eight minutes. Shout out to Stasic here, then dancing right back in. I love the way it sneaks and slinks back into Wappy a few minutes later. And I want to side note this. I personally think that Stasic has been the MVP of 2019. I, I'm just thinking back to the recaps that I've done, and I feel like at least once in every single show, I shout out Stasic. So I'm thinking he's the 2019 MVP. The Triple Wide from January 18th at the Taft Theater in Cincinnati, Ohio. Again, just a lot of fun when it gets comfortable and adventures. Love the tone of Stasic here, starting about three minutes-ish as it comes out of the core of Triple Wide, continuing on underneath as the rest builds and persists on, moving into a more rounder sound as we mature further along in our story, 
getting that bouncier sound from Stasic here. Not this really massive triple wide, but I really enjoyed it. DBK, November 1st in Philadelphia, PA. A very full adventure. This one is keeping itself together the entire time. Floating us along, just gorgeously starting about nine minutes. Pivoting the corner a few minutes later to reveal its little rougher edges. And just fully embracing the ending of DBK. Pivoting again and really showing how abrasive it can be before breaking through and allowing DBK to shine right through there. This one fully comes on at about a 20-minute adventure. Definitely give that one a listen. Example one, March 22nd, Stage AE in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Sinking into this very sexy, sneaky, slinky, almost sort of sleazy vibe slightly before four minutes. Dancing over, open a few seconds later, and again, Stasic, getting even muckier with his sound slightly before four and a half, wandering off about five minutes later, and slipping into something a little more comfortable as it continues on. Shout out to Joel, slightly before the 10-minute mark, picking back up and dancing back into example one. This one is just a lot of fun to get down to. Attachments. From January 18th, again at the Taft Theater in Cincinnati, Ohio, walking confidently and comfortably into its jam about eight minutes. Shout out to Joel again in this one, about 13 minutes-ish, coming down for a little bit before picking back up to continue dancing right along. Again, another one to be nestled inside of. While the following song in this show, The Fussy Dutchman, does not make this list, I enjoyed the way this attachment floats into that song in the show. So if you listen to this one, let it float into the next chapter and see what you think. Maybe someday from February 1st at the Palace Theater in Albany, New York, heading out very early on, about two minutes. This version I have personally given a spin a couple of times. It's just so good. I enjoy this song anyways. I just love the lyrics and musically. I just love it. So allowing it to spread and stretch just made it that much better. Pivoting about eight minutes and setting its sights to soar right back into maybe someday. Love how they just sort of picked it up and just kept right on going. That one definitely deserves a little bit of your time. Even if you're not a maybe someday fan, Definitely give that one a listen because it certainly expands and grows a little bit in the jam. Syncopated Strangers, February 2nd at the State Theater in Portland, Maine. Slipping right in with Chris leading the way slightly before three minutes. Opening right into a funky dance party that soars right into a nice little Dreams by Fleetwood Mac jam. Dabbling back into those dance vibes a little bit more before seductively dancing back into dreams. A few of the lyrics from that tune before just perfectly grooving its way home into syncopated. This one is probably one of my favorites on this list. I love syncopated strangers anyways. I'm a huge Fleetwood Mac fan, so they really, really called to me on that one. Dump City, October 31st at the Anthem in Washington, D.C. This one goes on quite the massive adventure, 
twinkling down about eight minutes before gathering all up to bubble all together. Stasic again, having that very bubbly sound as it continues to build, opening fully a few minutes later, revealing this kind of Middle Eastern, I guess, dance adventure, but not sticking around there, turning over and showing a different side to itself as it collects its thoughts, collecting momentum and slamming right back into Dump City. This one was a personal highlight from that Halloween show. Certainly give that one a listen if you haven't. Utopian Fur, March 10th at the Hive in Sandpoint, Idaho, featuring the message by Grandmaster Flash and the Furious Five, jammed inside there within the first few minutes, really wandering off slightly about five and a half, stepping confidently into itself and dancing off, bringing itself down about six minutes to collect its thoughts, picking itself up and showing a different side for a little bit before setting its sights on coming back home. Quite the adventure. Again, we go on with this one. Coming in at about 26 minutes total. That's a really, really good one to listen to if you're trying to get through like a 30-minute workout and maybe you're not feeling it that way. This Utopian will certainly help you get through that. And finally, Kabump, also from the Sandpoint, Idaho show on March 10th, getting to the meat of its adventure about five and a half, really loving the beginning of this jam prior to its opening up and soaring out about eight minutes, expanding further and falling right back into that previously mentioned jam for a little bit. This one will move nicely into mail package during the March 10th show. That song is actually on my 2019 Hall of Fame list and was a contender for this top 20, but it's not on here. But definitely listen to that kabump into mail package from the March 10th show. That's a fun little ride. Actually, that whole show from the Hive on March 10th deserves a listen. Another venue that they definitely throw it down at. So there's my little top 20. By no means was this an easy list to make. I honestly have a much longer list from all of 2019 so far, but that was like 80 songs or something. So a little bit much to put in a podcast episode, but I will throw a link to that uh, list in the show notes if you're interested in scoping that out. And like I said, please feel free to reach out and let me know what you thought of my top 20 and what your favorite songs and jams from 2019 have been. All right, so let's get to the 17th annual Brendan and Jake Holiday Show. And first I will say that it was about damn time that I got my ass to one of these shows. Being a fan for almost 15 years, honestly, it was just ridiculous at this point that I had not been yet. And it was also my first Brendan and Jake anything. Every single time I tried to make it happen, it never worked out. So especially special for that reason. I do want to say a giant thank you to Julie and Michael Hyam for being amazing hosts and having a killer place for us to stay for the night. And we all got to hang out, which was so, so awesome. Incredibly grateful to them and their awesome hospitality and their amazing friendship. Seriously, just such nice people. And I'm so grateful to have them in my life. Again, this community is just the best, and if you did not know, Julie was on the show talking about a very serious subject, parental alienation. 
just a very interesting topic that we talk about. Many, many people are sadly not aware of this subject at all or how many people that it actually affects. I encourage you to listen to it. And if you're not a parent yourself, I think it's something that we all need to listen to. You will be amazed, I think, to learn that you probably know someone that this is affecting. So definitely give it a listen. There is a link in the show notes where you can check that out if you haven't. We do talk about Umphreys as well, so there is some lighter conversation there. But like I said, definitely give that a listen if you haven't. So back to the holiday show. It was just such a wonderful time. So nice to relax in the booths, although... I will admit there were points where it was very difficult to sit still. I wanted to get up and dance more than a few times. So nice to see friends, of course. Seriously, if you haven't been, you need to go at least once. We for sure will be there next year. The Park West, from what I experienced, was nice. This was my first time at this venue. I didn't explore it a ton, but it seemed nice and perfect for this type of event. I know that they have done this a lot at the Park West, but I'm not totally sure if it's always been there, but I do know that they've played it a bunch there. This year would benefit the Merritt School of Music, People's Music School, and Girls Rock Chicago. I will link those organizations in the show notes so you can check them out more if you'd like to. As many of you know, there are not recordings of the shows to listen back to, which is such a bummer anyways, but especially when you're there and you love to listen back to the show the next morning and the day after the show when it dawned on me that I was not going to be able to listen to the show back, it was in that moment that I realized exactly how spoiled I am as an Umphreys fan to be able to listen back to the show the next morning. So if there are videos floating around on people's posts on various social media outlets, but as far as full recordings go, no, we're not going to get one of those. However, whatever I do find that's shareable, videos, articles, pictures, whatever, I will throw links to them in the show notes so you can check them out. Dave Levine did take a few photos of the evening. Um, there'll be a link to those as well in the show notes. This year, with the help of a generous donor matching proceeds, the event raised $34,000 for those charities. That is just so, so awesome. The night would actually get started with a few songs from the Chicago Children's Choir. There's actually a link to a video in the show notes. Very cute way to get the evening started. And then when Brendan and Jake came out, 40s theme with Remind Me coming after that would go into yoga pants and come back into Remind Me, finding itself deep in the middle of an acoustic sex metal. That was very awesome. Passing would come next, followed by a cover of Kielbasa Sausage by Tenacious D. Personal highlight for me. I was really hoping to catch one of those one day, and I did, so I was pretty happy about that. Golf Stream next, just absolutely beautiful. Andy would join us for this one and would stay out for the remainder of the evening. Push and Pull next with Bayless on piano. Very, very nice. Cut the cable with the owner of the store coming out. 
upward after that. This one, just so romantic sounding and would feature Mike Racky, who would also stay out pretty much the rest of the evening as well. A cover of So Far Away From Me by Dire Straits with Jake on vocals. A perfect song choice, I think. His voice is just perfect to sing Mark Knopfler. Bad Poker after that. Hey, Hey, What Can I Say by Led Zeppelin. Those two songs would feature Bayless on mandolin. Out on the Weekend by Neil Young next with old Bayless schoolmate and now neighbor, I believe he said, on harmonica. His name was Tony, if I remember correctly. I'm just terrible with names sometimes. So <laughs> um, I know he was also at the Bayless solo show that happened right after Jeff Austin's passing, but that is the extent of what I know about him. Then Bayless answering the question, I was personally wondering how he would acknowledge Jeff's passing during the show, dedicated the next song to the friends that could not be there and that we all miss them. Obviously mentioning Jeff in a not so obvious way, of course, playing the 30 dB tune Susanna, followed by a very haunting Alice in Chains Don't Follow, Ride on Pony Next, Everybody Wants to Rule the World by Tears for Fears with the disco ball and Bayless on piano, everything. It was just so perfect. The set would close with Miss You by the Rolling Stones. And the entire evening, like I said, was just so awesome. But personally, for me, the encore was my highlight featuring my favorite Pink Floyd song, Mother, but Jake changing the lyrics, and I guess we could call the song Santa instead, following the path of Santa Oddity and L.A. Santa, two other Christmas parody songs that they have done at holiday shows past. We can only hope that one day in the future we will perhaps see an awesome, fun Christmas album. I don't know. The Night Coming to an End Officially with Day in the Life by The Beatles, such a perfect encore song, I felt, with the way the keys just, you know, come to the end of that song. I, I mean, I'm sure you've heard it. You know what I mean. Very, very awesome. And I'm really hoping that I can find some videos of that because I would certainly love to listen back to it. So that's everything from the evening. Um, I highly recommend that you make it to a holiday show at least once if you haven't already. Not only because it's just so much fun to see Brennan and Jake in this setting with guests and friends that come out to play, but it's also for such a good cause, and it's just so great to see everybody in that setting. It's just such an awesome time. Um, if there's anything that I missed from the evening um, that you'd love to share, please reach out to the show. Um, I love learning more things about everything. So if you have any other information about the show, please feel free to reach out. So that's everything I have for this week's episode of the show. Anything referenced throughout, including the nugs lists I mentioned earlier, how you can reach out to the show and so much more can be found in the show notes. If you have any questions or comments about anything referenced in this or any other episode, please feel free to reach out. I love hearing from you guys. And as I mentioned, this is the last new episode of 2019. The next two weeks will feature two re-air interviews from earlier in the year. The show will be back in January 2020 with brand new episodes and lots of other exciting new things. So make sure you look out for that. If you subscribe or follow the show when you listen, then you won't miss those new episodes when they start coming at you in 2020. 
And I just want to thank everyone that continues to support the show and to all of you that listen every week. Thank you so, so much. Safe travels to everyone if you're venturing out to celebrate. I hope you all have a happy holiday season with your loved ones and happy New Year's. See you guys in 2020. Much obliged.